0: Well, hello everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. Of course, I am Paul Blair, and to my left, your right, would be Pastor Dan Fisher, and the two of us have been longtime friends. And for the past four years, it's actually coming up on four full years now that it's we've been together here at yeah. Liberty Church, Edmund, A.K.A. Fairview yeah. Baptist Church.
1: Now, why I say that's unbelievable is that you've tolerated we haven't me. Haven't killed each other? Though. No, no, no. That you've tolerated me for four
0: years. That's the incredible part well folks we always try to we we bring some levity to uh every topic Uh, we obviously want to bring a biblical approach to every topic yeah but this is also very reflective so we're going to talk about a very serious subject today and perhaps provoke some outside the box thinking which is really what we want to do i was at a a conference a little over a year ago a, a conservative christian think tank of which i happen to be a member And during one of the breakout sessions, a world famous, renowned constitutional attorney said in the conference, and I quote, he said, most judges don't care what the Constitution says. In fact, I've dated it. This was on 9-24-21. Most judges don't care what the Constitution says. Yet we are told to pin all our hopes on winning in federal courts. Mm -hmm. When, in fact, trying to determine whether something is constitutional or not, (laughs) most judges don't care what the Constitution says.
1: That's like playing a game with all the refs paid off.
0: Exactly. I mean, you're going to lose. We played in Nebraska. I can guarantee (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: Well, hey, and you might want to tell them just briefly. I'm interrupting. Oh, okay. What is all this?
0: I had uh, my ninth major orthopedic surgery this okay. last week. My shoulder was just shredded, and they are attempting to put it back together. So I've hmm. I've gone through that. Now it's just the rehab process, yeah. hoping to be healthy for golf season in the spring. So that's where we're at with that. But thank you, cool, and thank you for your prayers and, and well wishes. But watching the red wave that every expert from across the country said was coming. And logically, we all knew it had to be coming because of the insanity that has overtaken the Democratic Party. Some of the untenable uh, demands they have placed on we the people. Everybody knew. All the polls showed not only a a win, but a a landslide, a a, a, a wave, a great red wave victory across the country. And of course now... After we've extended the voting not from voting day to voting season and now we've gone two weeks after the election nobody's even paying attention to what's going on in arizona and it's a red ripple now now it's not (laughs) yeah it's not even that not even a swale (laughs) but nobody's paying attention to what's going on in arizona where the heavy favorite a tremendous patriot named carrie lake looks like is going to have this election stolen from her and by the way If we are only as strong as our weakest link in the United States, we all are going to rise or fall based upon what happens in the most corrupt state or the state with the most corrupt voting process. That's right. And it made me think of this letter that as I went back and looked at it, Dan, you know, that was in September that I crafted and began crafting this thing. We actually finished it and posted it in November. The first paragraph, if you would, I'll put it up on the screen. I'll just hit the short spot. But I invite you to go to our website, libertypastors.com. You'll find a section that says Declaration yeah, for Liberty, and you can see this letter for yourself. But I said, in light of all the inc- insane things we had seen uh, poured out on us over the previous 18 months, the last sentence says, what evidence exists that would demonstrate we are still operating under a functioning constitution? that restricts or restrains the federal government. You, if you've listened to us, you've heard us talk about Event 201. Go ahead and put the slide up if you would, Val. Event 401 was a meeting in New York that took place exactly one month before COVID was unleashed on all of us. And it's interesting because in this think tank, if you would, it said that the purpose, by the way, it was sponsored by Bill Gates, by Johns Hopkins, which is funded by the Rockefeller Foundation, and by the world economic forum and in it they game planned a scenario where a bats to people coronavirus pandemic was unleashed on the world now when was
1: this what this was the day
0: one month before covid was yeah, before so we ever heard the word yeah COVID-19. so we're talking october 2019 yep. when this meeting okay this was Plan. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, everything that we've gone through, in fact, the things we are about to go through with a food shortage, it won't be as bad in America as it will be in other parts of the world, but we will experience it. All of this is part of a plan to consolidate the people, reduce the population in this time of crisis. The next slide, we identified some of the players, and we identified the fact that The deep state no longer became a some website theory by fear mongers. The deep state was identified, and we know it exists. President Trump had committed himself to rooting out the deep state in a second term. Of course, now we know that President Trump is in Mar-a-Lago rather than in the White House, but the deep state is still inside the Beltway, and their interests are not in our best interest. And I said in this Final paragraph here. We are no longer a representative of a republic. We are an administrative state. Listen to this. We are run by bureaucratic agencies that aren't outlined in the Constitution. In fact, they are found nowhere in the Constitution. Exactly right. But we have just over time come to believe that this is how we're supposed to run. We are run by bureaucratic agencies like the FBI, the CDC, the CIA, the EPA, the DHS, the FDA, DEA, and IRS, all of whom are controlled by the Council on Foreign Relations, this group that wants to consolidate global government. And understand that America is the stumbling block to global, global, excuse me, global gro- government. It always has been. After World War I, they wanted to form the League of Nations, but the United States Senate wouldn't ratify it. So that was blocked. After World War II, they formed the United Nations and they began the erosion of our sovereignty. And now with the World Economic Forum, we are on the threshold and understand that those inside D.C. that are part of the deep state aren't loyal to the United States of America. No. They're loyal to their own pockets, Mm -hmm. elevating themselves, enriching themselves with the collapse of the United States as they are being blackmailed or bought off. And they want and believe that global government is a good thing. Global government one day when the Lord Jesus is ruling and reigning from Jerusalem be will actually be a righteous government. Yeah. But in the meantime, when man attempted to consolidate power, God decided to divide the powers at ancient Babel. This last paragraph, I wrote this, which is what came to my mind and caused today's podcast. It says here, go to the next paragraph you would, Val. We deceive ourselves, presuming we will take back Congress in 2022. Now, recognize I wrote this a year ago. <laughs> If we were to make it to 2022, remembering the Great Reset, why do we assume, assume a fair election in 2022 considering the 2020 presidential election, the Georgia Senate runoff, and the California recall election? I, I had modified this after the Virginia race where Youngkin was elected, and that's why I added that part of the California recall. And then this, even with the victory in Virginia, Those controlling D.C. have doubled down on their COVID tyranny rather than moderating. They aren't concerned about 2022. You remember Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton in his midterm election moved to the center because his first two years were so unpopular. Joe Biden and those others, by the way, Joe Biden isn't in charge of anything. He can't even wipe himself, I'm sure. (laughs) Joe Biden is an empty shirt sitting there trying to read a teleprompter. He is not the man. If he was literally just an imbecile making these decisions, every now and then he'd get one of them right. By (laughs) chance, he'd get one right periodically. The fact that he doesn't is proof that this isn't as accidental. They're following a script. Well, and he
1: was always a turkey, Paul. Oh, my goodness. Even when he was just in in the Senate, he was a nutcase to
0: begin with. Yeah, he's made his entire living, his entire business life has been being in government. Yeah, he's never never had a,
1: a, a real job.
0: This whole uh, effort is global in scope. MAGA, or the MAGA line of thought, remember President Trump said, they're not coming for me, they're coming for you. Yeah. he was right. Cannot be, c- it cannot exist. MAGA cannot be allowed to exist because the Great Reset is, on their minds, inevitable. Yeah. Dan, we saw all the buildup to the election. Yeah. And then we witnessed election night. Now, for some reason, all of a sudden, we're not supposed to have our election results on election night. You know, for my entire life, we had the election results on election night. Yeah. Florida, which used to have some problems with voter integrity, got there solved. You've got a state with 30 million people that actually stretches into two time zones. Yeah. And they fixed their election process. And we had the results from Florida about an hour after the polls closed. Yeah, see, they were the ones that made the hanging chads. Hanging chads a, a household word. And you praise. remember, Florida used to be a leaning blue state. Yeah, it did. Now they are bright red. Yeah. But now we've been accustomed to this idea of mail-in ballots, which, by the way, there's no way on God's earth you can have a credible vote when you have mail-in ballots. No, no problem. as I've said before, if you were to go down to buy, if you had allergies and you went to buy Sudafed here in Oklahoma, you would have to get out of your car. You can't buy it driving through the drive-thru in the pharmacy. You have to park your car, go into the pharmacy, show them your driver's license, Without ID, you can't buy Sudafed, sign two different legal documents before you can spend $5.87 <laughs> and buy a 10-pack of Sudafed. <laughs> now, voting in this free republic ought to be just as difficult, or you must should have as high a standards to do to maintain its um, um, accuracy and authenticity as they currently implement To buy generic Sudafed. Or to fly on a plane. Or to fly on a plane. Or to buy liquor. Or to get on an Amtrak Amtrak train. Same kind of deal. Anything else. And I thought it was interesting that as we have now two weeks after the vote, and Kerry Lake, who is a patriot, we need more Ron DeSantis's in America. Yeah. We have a we have Ron we have a few we've got a couple leading that direction Governor Stitt Governor Abbott we got a few now we've got uh, um, uh, Sarah Huckabee in yeah, Arkansas that's exactly right but Carrie Lake would have jun- got, jumped right to the front of the line she was a warrior they could not allow her to inhabit the governor's house in Arizona yeah but. On election night, all the odds makers, all the pundits are saying, oh, there's at least a 95% chance that Carrie Lake will be the governor. And she was saying the same thing she for days. She was saying the same thing. Now, two weeks later, after continuing to count, continuing to count, continuing to count, count what, I don't know. But I'd say this, I, I, leave, I, I have a hunch that they're waiting until nobody's paying attention. The election was a hot topic two weeks ago. And now, two weeks later, people have moved on to other things. So they can announce the results and not have to worry about the people even paying attention to it. Well,
1: and they also
0: figure out how many votes they have to have. Exactly. Exactly. Once, yeah. once they have that number, then they can just keep counting just keep and keep uh, counting, mysteriously and keep getting more, votes, more get votes. votes. I thought it was interesting. Yesterday, as Cindy and I were traveling back from, from uh, Texas, uh, I was listening to um, uh Megyn Kelly show on uh, live stream or on my uh, satellite radio. And she had Victor Davis Hanson as a special guest talk yeah. with it. And he made the statement, he said, America is divided. He said, we are actually two nations now. We are. You and I have been saying that for quite a while now. So, Dan, let me ask you, and those of you in our audience, we don't have an answer today, but we have some ideas. And it's time for us to think outside the box. Legend has it that Johnny Majors, when he was hired to become the football coach at Tennessee, in his opening press conference, made the statement, He said, do you know how you train fleas? What? (laughs) What does that have to do with football? I try to get rid of fleas. you, You put them in a jar, and you put plastic on the top of the jar, and they'll jump and hit their heads on the top of the jar long enough until they learn not to jump that high. said, then you can take the lid off, and they won't jump out, although physically they could. They've been trained to believe that they can't. When I say outside the box thinking, that's what I'm telling all of us. We've been trained to think that Washington, D.C. is the solution to our problems. And I would like to say to you that Washington, D.C. is the cause of our problems. I agree. So fixing the country will not happen inside the Beltway. It will not. Pastor Dan? Where does the solution lie politically? Uh, When you recognize that God can do what everyone wants to do. If God wanted to rain down fire from heaven on Washington DC, just like he did Sodom, he could. But from a practical political perspective, What is the answer if it's not in Congress?
1: Well, first of all, I would say that we wouldn't be in this mess, first of all, if Christians got up off their rears and voted. Half of the Christians aren't registered to vote, and about 40% of those who are actually vote. So that's one of the reasons, even in these marginal states, they wouldn't be marginal if the people who claim to be Christian. The other thing that I would say, and then I'll give you my response— is what has happened is the federal government hasn't created these systems, but the states have. So you've got these states that have created these horrible voting rules and these uh, policies like Mm -hmm. you just mentioned the mail-in balloting. But now, see, that's become standard. And that state now, COVID's long gone, but they're still using uh, these these processes Mm -hmm. that even though they may not be fabricating the vote, the system allows them to rig the election because of the way the system is set up. Right. So I believe the only answer is the states. Our framers understood that. They counted on the states in being the final firewall yep. from an out-of-control federal government because I think they knew. There are a lot of people who are really critical of the framers, Paul, and we've got a, mm-hmm. a good friend who's really critical of the framers, and there's some room for that mm-hmm. for some of them, but I don't think they thought that there was any way that after all the checks and balances they'd put in this thing, and then the final uh, firewall was the states who would naturally look out for their own sovereignty Mm -hmm. when all else failed. I don't think they believed that this thing could be breached like it has been. But when the states stopped choosing their senators through the state legislatures, legislatures, let me get the word out, can't control them, there's nobody to defend the state in D.C., now we have this monolithic one size fits all. And, and, I, and I think uh, Hanson is right. This is two nations and one size won't fit all. Mm-hmm. So what would you and I say if you had a business partnership and one of the partners was doing everything he could do to destroy the business mm-hmm. and the other partner saying, my gosh, buddy, we, we yep. started this thing together. You're killing us. What would we tell those
0: partners to do? It's time that you parted ways. It's exactly right. It's time that you split the business and you each went your own way. Right. Now, you wouldn't tell one of the partners, it's time for you to load up your pistol
1: and shoot the other partner. Nope. Now, we're not talking about shooting anybody. We're talking about a peaceful separation because you're so irreconcilably
0: divided, you cannot come together under one roof any yep. longer. Yep. And And as unique as it was when the first 13 colonies became 13 states and worked together, they were, although different denominations, which was the big thing with them. Yeah. They all believed in the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They, they did. all were called themselves Christians, so they were at least unified in their worldview. Now That's in America, right. we're not even close to being unified oh, no. in the worldview.
1: No we are goodness, half no pagan. Yeah,
0: and half Christian.
1: Yeah, to, to quote the Bible to those people was yep. just common practice. Sure. Today, the Bible is ridiculed, expelled, mm-hmm. jettisoned uh, by probably half of the country, maybe even more. So you're right. Even though they were very diverse, they had some great common denominators. And remember, there were only 13 of them. We now have 50, and we've grown to numbers that are unmanageable. You know, a friend of ours used to talk about scale, and he would compare a fork, a table fork, to a pitchfork. (laughs) Now, they're pretty much identical, but we don't try to eat from a pitchfork. And the reason is obvious: the scale is out of whack. Mm-hmm. The pitchfork is just too large, it's too unwieldy, so we use the smaller instrument identical to it pretty much, but it's 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 you know the right size the scale is right, so we've got over three hundred million people that we're trying to govern from one, one size
0: fits all yep. you,
1: you can't do that anymore
0: and it's you know, impossible York, think about it you know we think of, we are fifty states, and we're supposed to be and of course, the way the framers designed it. Uh, that each state was a state. So if one state was more liberal than another, well, bully for them, they work together for their common defense and for their general welfare. But now, just as we are being trained to think it's no longer election day, it's election season, and that (laughs) mail-in ballots are the norm, we have also long been trained to be ruled by an imperial president or by a Supreme Court from Washington, D.C. That's exactly right. And we have discovered very painfully over these last two elections, that we are only as good as our weakest link in the chain. And if you have basically a a statistical tie between the electoral votes, between the conservatives and the crazy left loon liberals, and the difference is going to be determined by the election of one or two states...
1: And, and you're when, finished
0: when Arizona and Georgia can't get their electoral acts together or Pennsylvania. You're telling me it's crazy? supposed to be group suicide if, if Atlanta is corrupt in their election count. And they that they can just well, we're corrupt, we got away with it, we're going to take down all 50 states. Is that really what we're doing? No, and you
1: know, Paul, a lot of our friends who lead very well known Christian ministries Mm -hmm. will just shrug their shoulders and say, Oh, well, we'll try to do better next time. Well, we're running out of next times, and why would we want to stay in a system where half of those people hate us? Yeah, they hate everything we stand for. I mean, come on. That that house divided against yep. itself, Jesus said, and then Lincoln quoted it later on, cannot stand. And yet we're we're told that it's unpatriotic, it's it's unchristian, it's it's un-American to suggest
0: that maybe it's time for what we've been calling a political divorce. That's the thing, Dan. I don't want to rule over them. You know, the government the consent of the governed. Right. I don't want to rule over them. If they don't want a a uh Laws of nature, nature's God, worldview. Yeah. If they don't want to hold dear the Declaration of Independence and the ideal of the Constitution, well, value of life, they babies. Don't have to. But I don't want them to rule over me
1: either. No, but see, you're a conservative. You're not a collectivist. That's true. And you've got to understand that we as conservatives think that way, but the left does not think that way. They're not happy till everybody is under their thumb. It's just like the the, the, the LGBTQ movement, mm-hmm. okay? You know, they said, we want the same right to marry one another as you do, and then we'll be satisfied. Did that satisfy them? Nope. No, because they're never going to be satisfied till we embrace their way of thinking and living and say it's just as right as any other way right. that
0: they're not going to be happy till then so the solutions are as we we've already exhausted our time in fact yeah. we may come back and talk some more about this we in should the future. we should. obviously we've got to get our election process resolved within the states and each state has a responsibility of doing it but let me tell you if we can't have a national holiday being that first tuesday yeah. in november And let everybody go stand in line and vote and show your ID and vote in person unless a rare exception as to some overwhelming cause why you can't vote in person. Then you must if your votes to count. That has to be one thing. And we've got to reestablish that Washington is not the solution to all. It's not ruled by Washington. We have got to focus on our states. Men like Governor DeSantis, uh, hopefully, God willing, Sarah Huckabee, God willing, uh, Governor Stitt and Governor Abbott, and hopefully justice will prevail in Arizona and Kerry Lake will be. But, But Paul, here's the conundrum, and I know we're out of time, but you know, they're sticking with us probably. Here's the conundrum.
1: We in Oklahoma believe that, but we can't force Arizona to clean up their act. Mm-hmm. I can't force Pennsylvania not to vote for a guy that opened up his debate with yeah. good night, everyone, yeah. oh, and can't connect sentences. And then they actually, in another part of the state, yep. elected a dead, a dead man for their, man. their yep. legislature. Yep. 85% vote, by the way, for a dead guy. Um we can't affect Pennsylvania or Arizona. So this is this is our argument that maybe the states that see it the same need to come together and not try to force the others or allow them to force us. I mean, I, to me, it makes solid
0: sense. It's what they did with well, the Declaration of Independence, for Pete's sake. It used to be Virginia. Now you've got Virginia and West Virginia. Right. I don't recall there being a big war fought over it. No. We've got North Carolina and South Carolina. Right. We have had the pilgrims that seceded from the Church of England. Great Britain pulled out of the EU. Brexit. Scotland nearly
1: seceded from the United Kingdom and just fell a few thousand the votes short. The Bible says come out from among
0: them and, and be separate. separate. I'm, I'm preaching on that Lord. this Sunday. Oh, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's what we have to understand. You know, we, we, everybody goes back to 1860. 1860 was a bad, obviously— well, I don't want to go, even go down that. Well, route. slavery was evil. It, slavery was evil. And it was yeah. ungodly. The Bible condemns stealing another man or of stealing course. another man's of labor. Course. So that's no question. So the, the that part was wrong. But everybody, there's been lots of secessions of throughout course. history. Of course. And, and as you just said, the most recent was being Great Britain seceding from the European Union yeah. by a vote of the people. Yeah. And I don't remember World War Three breaking out because it didn't. No. Now they're functioning fine. The EU sure. functioning not fine. Quite frankly, we need to think along the same lines here. I think we have to, Paula. We're finished. We've got people that want to be godless atheists and murder their babies up until a month after they're born. And then you've got people that want to, to revere and hold holy God's truths and defend the family and have uh, personal accountability, personal responsibility. Which is the exact opposite. Liberty. Exact opposite. Let us live our lives. You live yours, yeah. and we'll so, truly be able so to So you want to tell it. them to go to the Declaration for Liberty? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Go to our website, libertypastors.com or libertypastors.org, and you'll see on there a link to yeah. the Declaration for Liberty, or you can just go straight to the Declaration for Liberty. I invite you to watch a 30-minute video called What is the Great Reset, and yep. you'll see this good. walk down through history the last couple of years. You'll see how we got where we're at, and then we give the same thought provoking question that we've talked about today also read this letter yeah. now it's a year old now some of the things maybe there's been a lot of things that have happened since then but l- read it and we invite you to comment about it respond back to our website yeah. info at dot tell us what you think yeah well i think we've done that
1: i think we have man it's great great topic. great being with everybody guys these are
0: important issues that we're going to have to begin to talk about if we don't we're finished. And it's not just the same old pablum we hear on Fox News. We've got to start no, coming up with that's some exactly real solutions. Right. To We've got to actually have solutions. Amen. Dan, it's always good to be with you. Uh, same here, Paul. Love Thank you, you for joining us for this week's edition of Riding in Storm Mountain. Until then, God, God bless God. you.